Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Tom Grace. He's uh, with Brand Protection over at Eaton, and um, well, he's, been, he's a friend of the show and been on before and we've chatted about the issue, but it's an issue that obviously isn't going away, and that's uh, counterfeiting. And well, I'll let Tom tell us a little bit more about it. So hi, Tom. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Alex. Thanks very much. Oh, it, I'm really glad to have you on the show, Tom, because counterfeiting is one of those things that affects everyone. It doesn't matter what the application space is. You know, you could say, well, medical is this and, you know, industrial is that. But whether you're making, you know, rubber dog poop or you're making spacecraft, if you have a counterfeit part in the system that's going to fail, it doesn't matter what you're making. It's not. It's going to all be crap. Yeah, Alec, I have to agree. And I think that's actually one of the challenges that we're trying to overcome. Um, people in their everyday lives uh, see and uh, maybe use uh, some of these counterfeit products. Um, you know, some, for example, uh, you know, the purses or handbags or luxury items that you really don't think twice about. Um, but when it comes to, you know, electrical products or safety products, I think we have a different issue in, in trying to change uh, the, the culture of the way people uh, buy or perceive these, you know, lower cost alternatives uh, really is, is something we're trying to change. Understood, understood. Now, right off the bat, it strikes me that it's not a simple yes, no, up, down thing. Nothing comes with a big blinking light on it and says, I'm counterfeit. Because, I mean, counterfeit could even be something as simple as mislabeled expiration dates on a product or, or product that's been uh, recycled that, and labeled as new. That could be the exact same part, exact same part number and on site look exactly like they're expecting to see, right? Correct. Um, the challenge, um, as you described, uh, you know, labeling, markings, um, something similar to that that might represent the ratings or specification of a product are frequently um, misrepresented on products or counterfeited on uh, maybe inferior products. And that, that's where the challenge comes in is how do you interpret that? How do you understand the dangers? Um, and how do you actually portray that danger to others who uh, portray it as a, a genuine product and so the label looks similar or, you know, close to the original, is it, but is it really what you're buying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. Maybe you could pick up some cues from the fashion industry. They have some very effective uh, IP policing, although it's rampant in that space, I would say, even more than in any other. Yeah, agreed. I would say, um, in fact, the, the 2013 uh, U.S. government survey uh, of the uh, seizures is out, and uh, about 1.7 billion uh, seizures were made in 2013 uh, MSRP. About 1.2 billion of that is those uh, luxury goods, handbags, uh, footwear, uh, and those uh, and those industries are, you know, taking a lot of action in uh, in order to, you know, curtail that activity and uh, and do what they can to stop it. Is some of what they're doing applicable in our space, or is the educational effort that we have to make a different one than someone looking at, say, handbags? Well, Eaton is is taking the the approach of uh, the two, you know, actually maybe in three um, positions, uh, certainly uh, awareness, uh, enhancement, and enforcement. And uh, the two main ones being the the awareness, uh, reaching out to the community and the the industry uh, through our I Didn't Know campaign, and also the uh, the enhancements uh, like the uh, the garment industries have taken up 
uh, improving the product to make it more easily uh, detectable when there's a case of counterfeit or, or suspect material. Got it, got it. Um, what, what if, could you tell us about some of the other activities you're doing that's uh, addressing this issue? Well, some of the critical ones are for us are the awareness. Um, and we've reached out to, um, uh, to a group, the Independent Electrical Contractors, and uh, uh, we've surveyed them. And um, I think our, the results are probably what most people would expect. Um, uh, these members, uh, um, they've seen enough in the media that they, they recognize the potential dangers of the counterfeit electrical products. Um, they understand now the sophisticated, uh, sophistication of counterfeiters. You know, today, it is much more difficult, if not impossible, to determine if one breaker or product is counterfeit versus the original product. They're, they're just so good at copies now. And um, again, then how do you avoid such products by buying through authorized distributors? I think most uh, electrical contractors understand that, um, but we still have work to do. Mm -hmm. you know, um, these people, our uh, electrical contractors and others, um, might detect a counterfeit product in the marketplace and in their daily, you know, work activities. But how should they respond to that? And uh, even myself. Um, you know, as Eaton approaches uh, counterfeiting in the marketplace, each situation is uh, is new uh, because it's just a, such a new uh, type crime that um, it's each scenario has a different uh, you know uh, method for approaching it. Uh, we haven't addressed uh, two of our cases the same yet, so uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's well, not, it makes a well. Go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's not unrealistic to expect the uh, the contractor or, or the person with the counterfeit not to know how to respond to that, uh, to having a counterfeit. And that's what we really need to start addressing more of in our awareness. Mm -hmm. well, and, well, one of the things I was going to say, uh, Tom, is it's an adaptive crime like hacking as well or any other kind of fraud-based crime because as your methods of detection get better, their methods of camouflage get better. You know, it's almost like ants, in, insects and birds, you know, over the years, they start looking pretty much like what they're, they're mimicking. It, the funny thing is, is that in the case of fashion, and some of, the, some of those counterfeits are almost as good and in some cases come from the same factories as the name brand product they're knocking off. And then on the other hand, you've got stuff that is like, you know, glued together with the don't even know what out of the back door. But the interesting thing is the it's an ongoing action. You find and find one way that they're doing it, they find another way to get around it. Yeah, I have to agree that the um, um, as you try to create awareness, you know, the uh, the techniques that identify a counterfeit are only as good as the people that are using it. So if you're reaching out to uh, to the public to uh, uh, understand what your anti-counterfeiting measure, the uh, the counterfeiter also has access to the information and uh, does what they can to improve their uh, deception. Uh, but I would have to, in the case of the same factory, you know, for an Eaton product, that Eaton has um, has our own has our own factories. We maintain our own manufacturing, um, so right. no no third shift producing our products and uh, you know unlicensed. Um, you know, it is our it is our product, and in fact, I would even say that that's you know potentially one of those ways that people make themselves uh, feel better about the counterfeit product that they bought. Uh, you know, maybe they tell themselves it you know came off of the off the third shift and uh, wasn't supposed to be in the marketplace, but it is, and you know I've got it for uh, for half the price. So right, it's, it's great market, not not counterfeit. 
uh, gray market or, or counterfeit. It could be counterfeit. Uh, it's more than likely counterfeit. They're just trying to make themselves feel better about the uh, uh, the situation. Uh, you know, if the price is too good, it, it probably is, and uh, you know it's unlikely you've bought the genuine piece if uh, uh, you haven't gone through the the traditional channels. Right, and not 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 to mention going from the uh, industry position that I must uh, assert that they should be following the rules and buying and paying taxes and all of that normally in course of proper supply chain management anyway. And then there's a variety of different ways to look at that exactly. The you know counterfeiting is not just um, you know it's certainly an economic crime, um, but it's a you know a crime that affects all of us. Uh, uh, but in the case of um, health and safety or electrical type products, uh, it is the, the person that using it, it could be putting their business at risk, their own health or safety at risk. Exactly, exactly. Especially when you think of mission critical systems, you know, you think to yourself, well, it's just a generator, but what if it's the generator that has to kick in while they're operating on your son during a blackout? Agreed, or the bearing that's there to, you know, um, maintain that system, uh, it all relies on a, you know, one bearing. Uh, that could fail because it was uh, counterfeit, not designed for that application. Exactly. Or or, or even conversely, the uh, chip that's in the MRI machine that they got from a, you know, knockoff uh, distributor that turns out to be, you know, to fail, and then, boom, this hospital that thought they bought a beautiful piece of equipment turned out to be reconditioned, have reconditioned circuit boards or chips or whatever in it, and the product was never meant to be uh, resold in the first place. You made a good point about um, you know chips and uh, the chips uh, suspect chips or uh, counterfeit chips getting into uh, into legitimate manufacturing. Uh, you know again it goes back to um, you know how well you've secured your uh, supply chain and uh, so uh, it's not only uh, you know eaten looking outwards and uh, you know um, creating awareness of counterfeits uh, in the marketplace uh, the potential risk of that but also um, businesses like Eaton uh, looking at our internal processes. And, um, and making sure that those processes are not compromising uh, the end genuine product, you know, that we expect to deliver, uh, you know, the highest quality of uh, to our customers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I must admit, I have to trot out another one of my favorite hobby horses is test. I think that, that there needs to be uh, more and better test at all stages of manufacturing. I mean, some manufacturers already achieve that level, but with the availability of logic and intelligent systems and test systems, you can test to such a point that you can almost catch 99% of the counterfeits just by the performance differences in uh, assembly and manufacture. Yeah, that's a potential area for uh, um, for a company to evaluate uh, and improve the quality of their testing. But uh, certainly um, you can alleviate a lot of those issues just by you know, buying uh, – those products from the uh, the authorized you know, manufacturer or source of those products. <laughs> this is very, very true, Tom. You're absolutely right. Now, I would love to keep chatting with you about this, but unfortunately we do have to close out the episode. But what I always do is I give my guests the opportunity to have the last word. Uh, what would you like to uh, leave our audience with before we close out the episode today, Tom, uh, tip or industry advice or just anything you'd like to say? The floor is yours. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, the um, uh, May is Electrical Safety Month. Uh, again, we're, you know, we put a lot of effort into uh, raising awareness. Uh, the I Didn't Know campaign has really resonated with uh, the people we've seen and talked to about it. Um, we're reaching out with uh, Electrical Safety Foundation International uh, on these same topics, awareness about counterfeit products. Um, 
certainly follow us on Twitter, Eaton uh, underscore electrical, um, and uh, hashtag uh, NESM, National Electrical Safety Month, and, of course, uh, Eaton.com slash counterfeit. Well, hey, thank you so much, Tom. And like I said, it's very critical that uh, there are uh, people and organizations out there addressing this issue because it's one that strikes everybody, no matter what their application space or what they consider the quality required or perceived of their product to be, counterfeiting touches them all. Agreed, and uh, we're doing our best to uh, make sure those products uh, don't get into the marketplace and uh, that you can ensure uh, you have a high-quality product if you've bought from an Eaton-authorized uh, reseller. There you go, Tom. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Alex. The pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>